This is Retail Revelations with Dan Holman, host of the Wealthy Retailer podcast series. This topic comes from the weekly series where Dan focuses on items of importance for the independent retailer. From chainstorage.com, retail's worst kept secret, growing returns problem. This stat just jumped out. 2020 U.S. retail returns total $428 billion with a B, uh, just over 10% of the retail trade. Uh, We've chatted about this a bit before. Uh, Keep reinforcing it. What are some thoughts here, Dan? Well, Rob, I mean, the biggest thing is, yes, um, you know, returns are perhaps the worst kept secret in in retail, but the the big secret is how they negatively affect your store, your customer and your bottom line. And back in March, I don't know, it might be a month ago now, um, we had a retailer question from Rachel in Mooresville, North Carolina, and we touched on return policies. And while this article goes deeper than the policy, um, and how the impact, you know, how a policy impacts retailers, yeah. it speaks to avoiding retailer caused returns as well. E-commerce's average return rates are two to three times than, you know, product bought in your store in, in the same category. So if I'm selling t-shirts online and in my brick and mortar store, I'm going to get one return in my brick and mortar store and I'm going to get two or three returns in e-commerce. And most of our current conversations on returns are focused on how to improve the shopper's return experience. And this article's authors, I wish I could pronounce their names, really great. We'll have a link to it here. I would totally mess it up and, and nobody likes to have their name messed up. But this article's authors w- wanted to explore a few fundamental questions. Why do, why do returns occur? Um, what can retailers do to reduce the incident and cost of returns? Um, you know, and what things can we do to mitigate returns? So these guys partnered with Incisive. Um, Incisive is one of those study houses. Um, So they did this hybrid study. And I pulled a couple of findings for us to just chat about. So retailers see a large improvement opportunity in return rates. Retailers in the survey reported an average annual return rate of 11%. But only 3% of them responded that the current return rate was optimal. The remaining believe there's opportunity to reduce reduce return rates by about 30%. And so for an omni-channel retailer with a blended return rate of 10%, it amounts to 3% of your annual revenue. One of the other things that came out of this is that retailers just totally lack understanding on what, what the cost of a return really is. Less than half of retailers track a financial impact of their return and virtually no one i think the number was four percent track the impact of returns on their customer on their brand or on the environmental factors you know we've got some pretty good examples of where we're letting ourselves down of environmentally where vendors are letting ourselves down some of the greatest advocates you know for for environment for environment are shipping things out one and two and three at a time instead of you know holding and so that is also causing us some some grief so less than half of the retailers are tracking the financial cost of their return and barely anyone zero is measuring this impact that we talk about whether it's on rob uh environment or or anything else and i think 
that that this this lack of conversation amongst retail leaders is embarrassing this should be something that we're focused on returns customer returns should be a scorecard number that's tracked and trended and when that number goes off track we take action to fix it and and we've got to look inside an article like this to say hey wait a minute not all returns are shopper driven many are retailer driven and 6200 return transaction return transactions measured across all non-food retail categories inclusive analyzed the shoppers reason for return and found that 70 this numbers yeah 73% of returns occur due to a retailer controlled action or inaction for example uh, shopper returned a purchase due to inaccurate product description, a wrong item or the wrong SKU sent by, you know, fulfillment error by the retailer or an issue with product fit. These are avoidable returns and every retailer has to have a strategy in place to review, audit and improve their, um, you know, retail return rates. And we're not doing that well enough today and not recognizing that if I can improve my customer returns by by a third yeah. it's throwing three percent back down to my you know in my annual sales line amazing, amazing to learn like I would say you know our poor customers are taking the brunt of the load of the blame game when it comes yeah. to returns but you know hearing this that over 70 percent of it is well it's back on us you it's know? back on us it's right our systems and processes and and to your point just not enough people have an even understanding of, of what, what's causing the returns in there. But just overgeneralize it that, uh, you know, darn customers. They're, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Karen. Karen. Oh, yeah. Karen. But it's not. You know, we, we should be looking. Listen, you've been in sales for a long time, Rob. Whenever we have a miss, we ask ourselves, what could I have done better? Right? And in, in this return scenario, we blame the customer every single time, no matter what. You know, rarely will we say, oh my God, we're screw ups here. We're, you know, sending the wrong product. We're not putting good descriptions. We've got the wrong descriptions. We don't have any sizing. There's no size scale. There's no size referencing. So somebody that's a, you know, a large ends up buying, an, a, you know, one of your Euro larges and it fits like a medium and they return the thing because, well, how are they supposed to know? We come from this apparel world that is very, very tactile. I mean, I'm not going to order something online uh, unless I'm a thousand percent sure it's going to fit me, right? And you look for where is it coming from? You know, where's their size scale? And looking at, you know, a retailer's website, looking for that. I mean, sizing is the number one reason products come back. Um, but if that makes up seven out of 10 of your returns, shit, we got a bigger problem than, you know. But just inequalities in the in the imagery, in the description, in sizing, in picking orders, how the wrong thing gets picked and packed, whether it's a size or skew that's wrong, those things are all avoidable. And unless we're talking about it, you'll never avoid them. Uh, you know, we've talked in the past, Dan, of, of you know, your planning, planning your week and you know, your, your agendas with yourself as the owner of the yep. team. 
uh, here's one, you know, uh, return review, be it, be it once a month or once a week with the team and, and just making sure that there's dialogue around whether it's with yourself or with your yeah. team member. Well, return, um, customer returns should be a scorecard number. It should be a retailer scorecard number that gets measured. I mean, scorecard every single week, I'm putting a number down on my scorecard and I score myself every week. And that doesn't mean I'm only looking at necessarily the last seven days. I could be looking at an average of the last 30 days and saying, look, the average of return rate in the last 30 days is dot. Yep. And every week I'm using that, what's my return rate for the last 30? So one week falls off, one week adds on. And so if the number sneaks, sneaks up or sneaks down, you know you're doing a better or poorer job. But you've got to have a scorecard in your business. It yep. can be the most simplistic scorecard in the world. But you've got to have something that keeps your finger on the pulse of the business, a data-driven scorecard. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the Retail Revelations with Dan Holman, host of The Wealthy Retailer. Watch for the full Wealthy Retailer podcast each week where Dan dives into the headlines of the week that are important to you, the independent retailer. You can find The Wealthy Retailer on all the major podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe. And if you'd like more information, be sure to head to thewealthyretailer.com.